Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Phillies Today, a podcast for 94WIP. I am Francisco Rojas. Three games in a row, baby. A three-game winning streak. Coming off the heels of, you know, a bad losing streak. Not not fun. You know, losing two of three to the Red Sox, getting swept by the Dodgers. And that, that like, an entire last week was, it just sucked. It wasn't fun. Losing to the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Yes, the Red Sox are better than we expected. The Dodgers are always a good team. Um, but not fun, especially coming off... You know, the uh, a couple of weeks prior, where took a three or four to, the Col- to Colorado, who will, the, will be the next series, and I'll preview that uh, later uh, in uh, the show at the end. And then, uh, you know, taking two of three from Seattle, who could be a World Series contender. Same thing with obviously Houston's coming off, uh, you know, their title. So, so you know, last week wasn't fun because the weeks prior to that, and this is how the baseball season goes. You guys know that. But two in a row against the Blue Jays, who also could be a World Series contender. They could possibly uh, be the, you know, they could be a team that's going to take that next step. So, a good look. <laughs> we're going to get into it. The way the Phils won yesterday wasn't great, but a win's a win. Every team wins like this in baseball at least a few times a year. The bad teams, the good teams, the in-between teams, every team uh, finds a way to win these games, or I guess finds a way, whatever you want to call it. Um, look, it was a pitcher's duel between Galsman and Wheeler. We're going to get to all of it. Layout for the show today, guys, obviously, like per usual, going to give you my quick game recap. The key moment's going to be very short today because it was a very, uh, you know, uh, not a super, super eventful game as far as key moments went. Uh, we'll get into the key takeaways from the win. Uh, we'll get into our series takeaways. Yes, it was only two games, but series takeaways uh, from the series against Toronto. Uh, we'll get to your news and notes. Do have a, a few things uh, to talk about there. Then we'll get to the around the league. Um, there was a certain milestone for a closer over there in Boston, um, and we'll get to that. And then preview the next game and the series uh, against the Colorado Rockies. Okay, so uh, a lot to to dive in here okay definitely a lot to to dive in so let's let's get it started with uh you know with a quick game recap so top of the fifth we're gonna fast forward to the top of the fifth this was a pitcher's duel if you didn't catch the game Kevin Gosman who has not had 
a great season so far. It's honestly been Toronto's probably best starter. Um, and yes, he did get paid a lot of money, but uh, he has been Toronto's uh, best starter so far, and that's not saying a lot because they haven't been all that great. But he's been he's been solid, um, and that was one of his best outings yesterday uh, for Galsman. Um, going uh, six innings, only giving up three hits, nine strikeouts. I mean, the Phillies could not hit his splitter. That is his signature pitch. Um, it's disgusting, especially when he has his fastball and his uh, and his splitter going. It is pretty impossible to hit. So it was just one of those days where the Phils were just not able. Uh, and I get it. I get it, okay? So, I mean, Gaussman, great pitcher, gives up, uh, you know, only three hits. And um, on the other side, Wheeler, um, and this is more of my takeaway, so I'll get to this in a second. But just kind of, you know, for the for the the key moments in the recap, uh, fast forward to the top of the fifth. Uh, Brandon Belt uh, hits a bomb off of Wheeler to make it a one nothing game for Toronto. Um, and then all the way to the bottom of the ninth, because not again, not a whole lot was happening. Uh, JT Romuto. Uh, with an RBI double that brings Bryce Harper around from second base to score and tie the game. I um, mean, that later that inning, Edmundo Sosa with the bases loaded grounds out to third base to end the inning to bring it to extras where we have the zombie runner because I absolutely love the zombie runner, right? Wrong. Uh, not right. Okay. Uh, bottom of the 10th, uh, yes, Kimbrell uh, does his job, gets two strikeouts uh, in the top of the 10th. Phils get to uh, the bottom of the 10th, and Mundo Sosa right back out there to be your stupid zombie runner. Uh, Mundo Sosa scores uh, on a ground ball. It was it was Harper, right? It was it was Harper. I just want to double check. I, I mean, this happened yesterday as I was about to go to bed to do my overnight shift, which I just got done from. Uh I believe Wheeler uh, grounded into what would have been a double play, correct? I'm looking at it right. I just want to make sure I'm right here. Uh, if not, we'll come back to it. Um, yeah, it was uh, Yeah, it was Har- Harper. Harper grounds into force out. Um, and Bichette, was it Bichette that missed on the throw? Was it Bichette or um, whoever their second baseman is? I can't draw on a blank right now. Uh or was it Espinal? Either Espinal or Bichette missed on uh, the throw to first base. Guerrero tries to field it. It was pretty impossible to field. Sosa comes all the way around from second base to score, slides in head first, fills win somehow, some way. A team had the win, and it was the Phillies. Shout out to Harper for putting the ball in play. That's what the shift was supposed to do, right? Put the ball in play more. So there you go. Bottom of the 10th, Phils win by a score of 2-1. to one. Dumb win, but a win nonetheless. And that's right where I slide, just like Edmundo Sosa did, right into my key takeaways. Win's a win. Win's a win, no matter what. Look, three in a row. You you take back-to-back against a good team in Toronto. You get three wins in a row. Anytime you can get three in a row, especially coming off of, again, coming off of last week where you weren't great against Boston uh, and and L.A., uh, had some trouble there. So to get three in a row, get back into a groove, especially coming into a series uh, against the Colorado Rockies where the Rockies are not a good team, but they are just coming off of taking two of three from the uh, the, the – Pittsburgh Pirates, who've had a great start to their season, so um, you know uh, it's good to to uh, be on a hot streak going into a team, a bad team against Colorado Rockies, but keep the foot on the gas pedal. Again, a win is a win. 
back to back against another World Series contender. You had uh, the, the the you took two or three from Seattle, um, right? You took two of three uh, against Houston, I believe, right? Um, so, so with that being said, with with with, with those in mind, okay. Um, that's three series wins in the last couple of weeks uh, for the Phils to, uh, you know, heading forward. That, that's that's a big deal, especially you're a team that you know won the or got to, won the National League pennant last year. So it's a it is a big deal. So three in a row back to back against the Blue Jays, big deal to me. Keep this momentum going, especially in the, if you're going to a West Coast trip with Colorado and then San Francisco. So um, yeah, win is a win. That's my first takeaway. Second. And this will bleed into my my series takeaways. But Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, one of his best outings uh, yesterday. Seven innings, one earned, three hits, seven strikeouts. Uh, he was nails. He was nails. Like again, like I said before, him and Galsman were were just really good. Uh, you know, the entire what thirteen innings combined for both of them. Um, both of their stuff was on. Uh, Wheeler's, uh, you know, velocity was a tick up uh, than it's been, uh, it, you know, this year. Um, so, you know, the sweeper was working, uh, his fastball was working, sinker, everything was just working to me. The only thing uh, they got touched up on was the belt homer, and like that was it. So Wheeler was my, another one of my takeaways. Zach Wheeler was phenomenal, um, and this is what you need from Wheeler the entire this season when he's one of your, you know. Two aces. I'm saying that. Two aces. Because we know what we like to talk about with aces in this city. Um, another takeaway that I noticed, and I just I wonder, I, I just looked because I wanted to look uh, because it's kind of been a theme from time to time. Phils were one, in, one for 10 with runners in scoring position. Um, that's another reason why uh, this game was, was close. Because when you're, when you're uh, you know, you have... Uh, Ten, not ten chances, but you know, you guys, yeah, you have ten guys, or that's how it works, right? Ten guys are runners in scoring position. I'm pretty sure. So, when you have uh, that many opportunities, I don't know if it's at bats or if that's how many uh, runners are on in scoring position. I I forget exactly how it works. I'll have to I'll have to find out. Um, but either way, one for ten, not good. You're only hitting a hundred. Uh, you know, runners in scoring position you need to do better. So, and I looked, and the Phillies are in the bottom half of that. They're 19th in Major League Baseball runners in scoring position this year. That needs to be better. You need to be better, especially like, uh, you know, especially I'm looking months ahead, but August, uh, September, like the teams that win baseball games, can, you know, uh, have horses on the mound, have, uh, you know, great starting pitching, uh, you know, a good bullpen, and you, you have an offense that's going to score runs when it matters. And yes, technically the Phillies did do that yesterday, but it was on an error. You know, it was on an error. So, um, yeah, like again, like I said before, shout out to Bryce for putting the ball in play. But, uh, yeah, um, they, the Phils need to be better with runners in scoring position. So the Phils, again, 19th in Major League Baseball. This is according to, to I believe, was according to Baseball Reference. Um, but sometimes they don't update all the way. I think it was MLB.com. But so, sometimes uh, these uh, websites don't update all the way in the morning. I know Baseball Reference has trouble with that. So that might not be extremely accurate, but this is just uh, – me looking five minutes ago. So, Phils, one for 10 with runners in scoring position. Need to do a little better. Yes, got the win, but need to do a little better going forward in that department, especially now that you have Bryce back. Um, so, and again, series takeaways. And now, like I said with Wheeler, this is how I look at this. Horses looked like the horses. You had Nola, game one, Wheeler, 
Uh, game two here, Nola was good. Six innings, two earned um, uh, against the Blue Jays in that first game. Um, you know, five hits, two earned, uh, two walks, six strikeouts. Yeah, his ERA is still not looking great. Um, but Wheeler, Wheeler was good. Wheeler, Wheeler was very good. That's what you want from one of your horses. You know, uh, give only two earned and about six innings. And especially, you know, nowadays, like six innings is, I don't want to say long, but it's it's higher than average, right? It feels like starters are going like five innings, four to five, and then you're handing it off to the bullpen. So, and again with Wheeler, this is what you need Wheeler to do. Seven innings, uh, one earned. Um, I mean, that's a really good outing. That's, that's so your horses have to be your horses for Wheeler and Nola. You, you, I, I the inconsistency, inconsistency has to stop. I get it. Maybe coming off a little fatigue from the World Series last year, pitching all those innings. But at what point is that uh, that excuse has to stop? Like, I get it. They pitched a lot, okay. But like, I mean. I don't know. Like, the Astros have no problem getting back there. It seems like the Astros never have a problem getting back there. So, uh, and I get it, they have experience, and, you know, take, take, you know, you can take that a little different just because the Astros have been there so many times. But, like, I don't know. Like, the, the, at what point is it going to be? It's, it's a dumb excuse to me. Okay, yeah. Well, improve your conditioning then. My gosh. Nolan Ryan, I've just I've got finished watching the the, the, the facing Nolan, uh, you know, the Nolan Ryan documentary. That guy was, I mean, I know he was a different breed, but no problem, you know, trying to go nine every time out and, uh, you know, give you 300 innings a year and striking out a gazillion batters, you know, 5,700 for his career. I know it's a little different, but uh, I just don't like the excuses of, like, oh, well, he pitched in the world. So, oh, well, who cares? Come on, get it together, okay? That's kind of how I see it. So more consistency from Wheeler and Nola. They looked like your horses were supposed to look uh, this series against Toronto, and they need that going forward with Nola and Zach Wheeler, okay? Stuff looked good from Wheeler yesterday. Um, Nola, again, better against Toronto, especially with a good lineup like Toronto. Um, News and notes. Let's get to the news and notes. Um, First big thing. Or, you know, I'll start off with the smaller thing because I don't think it's that really that big of a deal. It's not fun, but not big of a deal. Schwarber did, uh, you know, foul uh, a ball off his foot uh, on Tuesday, and he was in the lineup yesterday. Uh, did have one hit, three strikeouts, though. I don't think it's really affecting him, right? Uh, I didn't really notice anything but Schwarber uh you know this is again verbatim from their uh their website Schwarber did some pregame running drills and was penciled in the starting lineup on Wednesday afternoon day after he left the Phillies eight to four win over the Blue Jays upon fouling a pitch off his left foot in the sixth inning x-rays taken Tuesday night revealed just a bone bruise in the top of Schwarber's left foot um quote from Schwarber that's the first time I've fouled a ball off my back foot that's what I get for swinging at a ball which is fantastic. I love that. But Schroeder should be fine. Um, X-rays were negative. All that. He obviously he played yesterday. So there you go. Jose Alvarado. This is a, this is the bigger one. Um, left elbow inflammation doesn't sound like a great thing. Um, plays in the 15-day IL. Uh, this is retroactive to a couple days ago on uh, May 8th, which was yesterday was 10th, which was Wednesday. So on Monday. Um, so then now the Phillies are reinstating Bilotti. So, yes, you get Bilotti back, but, I mean, Alvarado has been one of the best relievers in baseball. Fourth uh, fourth highest fan graphs uh, war this year um, among relievers. I mean, we know how—I don't need to explain to you how good Jose Alvarado has been, okay? It's a loss, and the bullpen really is going to have to get it together here. I mean, I guess it's a good time for Strom uh, to be in the pen— um, Kimbrell's got to be better. Soto's been better lately. I, th- uh, you know, he had he came in and shut the door uh, yesterday in the uh, in the 
I believe it was the eighth eighth inning. Was the eighth inning? Uh, yes, eighth inning because he relieved Wheeler. Um, so Soto was was better, um, but the. He, now with the best one of the best relievers in baseball out, that bullpen's really got to come together. Bellotti's coming back. Um, Strom just continued to do what Matt Strom's done. Um, Rangers coming back. We're going to see him this series, which we'll get to in a second. Um, in the second game, I believe, against the Rockies. So, um, Jose Alvarado, I don't know exactly what this means. Hopefully it's not a big, bigger deal than just like a couple of weeks. 15-day IL isn't great. I haven't really seen uh, too much. I'm, te- I'm checking Twitter now just to see if there's any uh, updates. Um, it's only information. This is this is from Oscar. I don't want to get his name wrong. O- Oscar Budahen. Uh, it's only information. Shut down for a few days. So maybe this isn't that big of a deal. I, I-, I don't know. Um, but you know, regardless, whatever the period of time is, um, if it's longer than like a week, you know, bullpen's really got to get it together. Bullpen's really got to get it together outside of Alvarado. Um, just because you can't, you know, Alvarado is one of the best relievers in baseball, but the, the bullpen has to, uh, be super solid, uh, while he's out. Um, so those are your news and notes. Andrew Bellotti coming back. It's a big, you know, good thing while Alvarado's out, but you know, Alvarado's one of the best relievers in baseball. Um, around the league, uh, Justin Verlander, a second start back. If you're a Phillies fan, not great to see. Uh, you know, he went. I think he went seven innings against the the Cincinnati Reds, and he, you know, he looked like Justin Verlander. Looked like Justin Verlander. I'll tell you that. Um, he was fine in his first outing against uh, the Detroit Tigers, his former team. Uh, but look, two hits, one earned, seven strikeouts in seven innings. Um, I want to see what his how his velocity looked. Uh, velocity, ninety five. You know, it's Verlander. He's kind of you know it seems like he's gotten better with age. So Verlander uh, in their uh, their win against the Reds, big deal. Uh, he goes seven innings, kind of a Zach Wheeler start yesterday. Uh, so Verlander, great outing for Cincinnati. Uh, Kenley Jansen with his four hundredth save. Um, yeah. I don't. I feel like people don't talk about like him and Kimbrel enough, and I, I know the save that statistic isn't what it used to be. Uh, but the Red Sox get the win five to two over the Braves. Uh, Kenley Jansen um, gets his 400th save for the Red Sox and his former team against the the Braves too, which is crazy. There, so he is seventh all time now behind uh, Billy Wagner. Kimbrel's eighth all time now. Behind Jansen, 397. Um, you know, maybe it's some Hall of Fame talk there with Kenley Jansen. It's a possibility. Definitely a possibility. Once you reach that mark, it's really a possibility. So, uh, congrats to Kenley Jansen getting his 400th save. I mean, his velocity was nasty. I think he was, my gosh, he was throwing like 99. I don't, I don't get it. Is he like? It's doesn't make any sense to me, right? I'm, I'm looking right now. I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the Red Sox. His cutter is like averaging 95 on his cutter, maxing out at 99. It's just, I mean, was he even doing? I feel like he has. Yeah, I guess he has. It's just, it's just because he's gotten older. It's insane. Um, and then just a few other stats around the NL East. Told you guys the uh, the Red Sox beat the Braves. They're five to two. Um, and also, I want to mention Max Fried on the 15 day IL. Uh, with some, I believe it's his elbow or forearm. I forget. Um, but that's a big deal for the for the Braves. Um, Nationals took the Giants 11-6. They won that game. Marlins over the D-backs 
four. So those are your NL East games. And I mentioned to you guys, Mets over the Reds, two to one. Um, and let's just check the standings for now. Even though, even though it's only it's only May, we got to keep you updated on the standings though, because I know some of you care deep down. Some of you do. So the Braves twenty five and twelve. Miami's nineteen and nineteen and second. Mets eighteen and nineteen. Tie with the Phils that right there at eighteen and nineteen. Um, and the Nats. 16 and 21. The Nationals will probably lose more games than they win the rest of the way. More than that, but we'll see. Um, so let's get to a little tiny preview uh, for the for the series against your Colorado Rockies. Or not your Colorado Rockies. I'm sorry. I'm not a Colorado Rockies fan. I'll tell you that. Um, I feel bad for any Rockies fans out there because who knows what the future holds for them. Um, but obviously the, the Phil's coming off um, the Blue Jays here, and coming off a couple of weeks ago, where they took three or four from Colorado, you know that was their little hot stretch. Um, Colorado's not all that good. Uh, they're sixteen and twenty-two, and this is what we expected. They're not supposed to be good. Um, just simple stats: fourteenth in run scored. Their offense, um, starting pitching, twenty-fifth in ERA. Relief pitching, eighteenth in ERA. Um, again, kind of expected from a Rockies team that wasn't supposed to be good. You have Chris Bryant, you have CJ Cron, you have Kyle Freeland, who the Phillies will see in this series. Um, but not a, you know, Rocky. The the Phillies should definitely take two of three here. I, I know they. And at least when, if I feel like whenever I watch the Phils against the Rockies, they always find a way to lose these series against, you know, uh, this team in Denver. It just feels like they always do. Hopefully, it's hopefully they can take two of three and, you know, continue, uh, you know, win streak and just winning more games than you're supposed to lose and winning series. Um, but, you know, you're you're gonna face. So in uh, they do have tonight off. Um, but Friday, you'll get Taiwan Walker coming off one of his better starts, right, in a Phillies uniform. Um, and then you got Austin Gomber on the other side for Colorado. And then Saturday, Ranger Suarez makes his return against Ryan Feltner, who will be on the mound uh, for the Rockies. Um, Feltner uh, coming to the series, 508 ERA uh, in seven starts. Um, I mentioned Gomber. Gomber's even worse. Six seven five ERA in thirty three innings, um, twenty two strikeouts on the season. And then they'll see Cal Freeland, who is without a doubt uh, Colorado's best pitcher. That'll be Cal Freeland and Aaron, Aaron Nola. That'll be a bit of a uh, you know a pit, possible pitcher's duel, but you know it's never a pitcher's duel over there in Colorado. What am I even talking about, right? So hopefully uh, you know Nola coming off a great start. Um, Freeland's been pretty good this year uh, with a three five seven. Uh, ERA for the Rockies in about 45 innings. Um, so, Phils, again, you never know in Colorado. You never know, but hopefully they can get the bats going once they're up there, uh, cores effect, whatever you want to call it. Um, Phils uh, coming up, you know, take two of three against the Rockies and go into the, to the, the series uh, against the New York, not New York Giants. God damn, it, I hate the New York Giants too. Uh, you know, against the the Giants, who are also not very good, sixteen and twenty. You know, they played less games than the Rockies, so whatever. Um, but just as many wins. Um, so, Phils expect them to take two of three against the Rockies. I don't care what their record's been in in the Mile High City, but Phils Rockies three game win streak. Going to expect more against the Rockies. That'll do it for me today, Francisco Rojas. Stay tuned tomorrow for the next episode of Phillies Today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 